special liking for it. There's a zest, a dash, a liveliness about the flavor of Campbell's tomato soup that captures us and brings us back again and again. Why, the very look of a bright red plateful speaks of good cheer, and we enjoy it from the first racy spoonful to the last delicious drop. Yes, there's no question that Campbell's tomato is the world's number one soup, served and deeply enjoyed at lunch and dinner in more homes than any other soup. Will Campbell's tomato soup be number one on your grocery list tomorrow morning? I hope it will. And now Lillian, with our guest of the season and of this evening, Miss Helen Hayes. And here is Orson Welles to set the story. Well, this is Mrs. Muscat's story. Mrs. Muscat of Muscat's Mighty Shows. Yes, sir, Muscat's Mighty Shows. I've been running the outfit ever since the old man died. 38 years now we've been playing the Gulf Coast. But, of course, business ain't what it used to be. There's been a lot of changes in the world since Muscat's Mighty Shows began, you know. Radio and movie pictures and that swing music. Folks don't take to a carnival like formerly, but we still keep going. I'm down to eight cars this summer, and sometimes I reckon I ought to put the whole outfit in storage and never open up again. Got a house in blocks here with four bedrooms, and that's where I ought to be at my age, taking it easy. But I just can't do that somehow. I've been at it too long, I reckon, and I remember too much. Well, this here's a tall story, and maybe you won't believe it. We got some queer yarns to tell in the carnival business. Ghost stories like, you know, things that couldn't happen but did. Uh, like the time Pete Bonaventi of the Daring Bonaventis, that's the aerial act, did a back double and a half to a trapeze that weren't there. But they all seen it there, everybody. And later they remembered the catcher they'd seen was old Papa Arturo that Pete dropped six years before and killed somewhere in Georgia. Well, sir, this here's about a fella that come back from the dead, too. Just for one day. And everybody saw him, too. At least Julie and I did, like they saw old Arturo. But this yarn ain't unhappy like the other. It's just kind of queer and hard to fear, unless you knew Lillian like Julie and I knew him. He was bad. That's the word for Lillian. Bad. But he had a way with him. Well, I guess he didn't mean to steal that star. He just couldn't help it. And then, you see, he never did give Julie nothing when he was alive. He didn't give nothing to anybody. He just took I guess that's what he did in the other place. He just took that star. My, it was a real star, not tinsel like a star on a Christmas tree or silver like the one a sheriff carries, and it weren't like one of our prizes from the stands. It wasn't just flash. A, a flash is a word we use in the carnival for stuff that looks good to the rubes and makes them want to spend the money winning at flying darts or tossing rings at the pitches. Something they wouldn't buy in a store for half a tenth of what they spend trying to get free. Oh, no, sir, this star wasn't flash. It was real. You know, a star like you see up there in the sky? I saw it, and I know. He had it in his pocket, wrapped up in an old dirty handkerchief. He had his back turned, and I saw him open it up and look at it quick, just to make sure it was rare. He was right by the weight-guessing machine. And when I walked up to him, he was gone. I understand he'd been dead 12 years. Yes, sir, he was the fastest pitchman I ever had. Uh, the pitchman is another word of ours in the carny. I mean, carnival. It's the fellow who talks you into throwing the darts and pitching the rings or maybe getting your weight guess. You know, a fast talker. A good one's the best thing we've got in the carny. That's the best thing we've got anyhow. Talk. Talk to me and put the hand down in the pocket and bring out some more change. And Lillian could talk the last nickel out of anybody, especially the girls. <laughs> I beg pardon. You want to hear the story, of course. Well, Tim, here's how it happened. It's a kind of love story. Not mushy, but there's love in it. Real love. I admit I was crazy for him myself. I was younger then, so was Julie. She loved him right off. And I guess in his way, let him love Julie. Guess that's why I come back from being dead with that star he'd stole out of the blue sky. But I don't know. 
It all begun in a bit stand where Julie come from and where Lillian met her. <laughs> I remember how mad I was. Mad at little Julie and that Maria pal. Moon Catherine they was, the both of them. Around Lillian. Nobody's scared of that old woman. Come on, woman. go on, get out of here. I can take a lot, I can, but when a girl starts carrying all the way... Why don't you go on and tell your old ticket to leave us alone? Come on, here. What's the trouble? What's she done? What's she done, Mr. Lillian? She's been up in here with me, and I brought out, that's what. Mr. Lillian, if I come to your stand and pay you to guess how much I weigh, will you throw me out? Sure, I shall, if I feel like it, and if I don't, I won't. There you are. You see, Julie? Thanks, Mr. Lillian. Okay, so I can hug a girl a little when I'm guessing her weight if I want to. Let's see a little girl. You come to my stand any time you feel like it. Come every day if you feel like it. You and your and if you have the money, I guess you wait for nothing. Maybe you think I can't throw you out. No, you can't. I can fire you any time I feel like it, just like that. Well, it seems like you feel like it right now. That's fine. I'm fired. You're up.